It's the morning flavor on Metro. This is Kulichana with Basadi. All right, 8.43. Let's get straight into personal mastery with Dr. Tepisoma Denchi. She joins us once again. And every Monday, we look at a couple of things relating to personal mastery. And uh, this is a journey. This is not an overnight success. This is not something that you can just achieve in one day. It is a journey as we try and become better people. Doc, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, family. How are you guys? Doing Listen, we're good. good. We're very How good. How are you? Very well. I always catch you guys off guard the way you catch me off guard when you ask me for my website details. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, we're going to get straight into it. Being a people pleaser, right? I mean, what what is this all about? I mean, is it about pleasing people because you want to feel better about yourself? Um or is it about pleasing people because you it generally makes you feel good and you want to see other people just happy? In fact, today I want to go deep dive into you trying to understand it from the origins of where you come from. Because on the surface, it's just about you wanting to avoid hurting people, wanting to be liked by people. It's also about you wanting to be accepted and to avoid conflict. But at the deeper level, it actually reflects a, um, a history or patterns of attachment in terms of your relationship with your parents, in terms of how you are brought up. And what we find about people pleasers is that they have an anxious attachment to their parents. And what that means is that as you grow up, you find that as a child, uh, you rely a lot on how your parents and what, what they provide for you in terms of love, in terms of nurturing, in terms of security, in terms of shelter, protection, food, whatever you call it, right? But because your parents are either going on with their own things, they have problems in their marriage or life is going on, they are not necessarily consistently there as a caregiver, as a nurturer and as a provider. You might find that because there is a lack of security in that relationship, the child needs to understand that my I don't I cannot trust that my parent is always going to be there. I cannot always be um, relying on my parents for this. So they, they feel insecure, they feel anxious, they are constantly wanting to have the attention of their parents and then inadvertently end up being clingy and desperate for that attention. But at the same time, feeling rejected by their parents as well. So when you have a history pattern between your relationship with your parents where they're not necessarily consistent in giving you affection, there's, a, there's, there's that fear of abandonment and rejection and that you're not good enough and you constantly have to to, to, to please them or to adapt to get their attention, you realize that it actually ends up uh, filtering through into your own relationships with other people in terms of the types of relationships that you foster and you become a people pleaser. So begin first by going back and looking at how you grew up, the type of relationship you had with your parents, whether you learned that for me to get attention from my parents, I need to do certain things that my parents want. If I don't, I'll be rejected. You might have seen it in the way that your parent is not available, whether because of they have an emotional financial or personal issues, or because of how they were treating your other siblings. You figure out that there's a black sheep in the family. This one, if they don't do the right thing, the parent will reject them and beat them up. I learned to adapt and do what they want, and that way I become uh, the favorite child, and if I don't, I get rejected as well. So look at that first so that you understand your context, and then you can begin to look at how to change it in your current relationship. Hmm. Doctor, sometimes uh, people will please others, um, and this is something that Mo said earlier, in the hopes that they receive the same treatment or that they too um, receive something in, in return. Is that a healthy approach to our relationships in terms of what we give and receive? Look, uh, we all want to have 
relationships where we can be secure about where we stand. We can be secure that this person that is that I'm invested in feels about me the same way as I do. But when you are a people pleaser, you have very deep seated feelings of insecurity, and there's also a very ne- negative internal chatter that goes into your mind. So while you are looking for 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 reciprocity and 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 a, sec- a sense of security that the way that I feel this person about this person, that's how they feel about me. Your own mindset and your dependency on, on, on wanting them to be to be approving of you becomes a challenge. Let me give you a few examples. So when you are a people pleaser, you find that even though you might have reciprocity, you are actually always um, at, 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 um, being very scared to say no. Because if you should speak up for yourself and be assertive, you might just push mm-hmm. them away. You might just make that person not like you. So even if this person actually does love you, you find that you change. You become a chameleon. You want to please them. You want to do what they want because that way you can be sure that they will never leave you. Other things is that need for constant validation and approval where you do not know how to tell yourself that you are okay. So you might find that this person actually does love you, but you are constantly asking for more because it feels like emotionally you've got a bottomless pit of a need for approval and for validation. And they must always overextend themselves because otherwise you do not feel like them. they matter to you or you matter to them. But also you find that when you're a people pleaser, you have a discomfort with just being you. You find that the way that you are, you find something false about you that might you think another person would reject you for them because perhaps you've got that history of being rejected. And as a result, you don't know how to accept yourself. You don't know how to listen to yourself. You also are not very authentic in in being able to present yourself as you are. You don't think that people will love and accept you as you are. So you might find that your partner is actually showing you affection and being there for you and showing reciprocity, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't register as being good enough because you are struggling to accept yourself for who you are. Mm. So Doc, how do you go about breaking the cycle of being a people pleaser? Look, um, one of the key things is about learning that you are a people pleaser and recognize that who you are, it is good enough. And in t- changing your internal script in terms of your head about how you see yourself and how you value relationships and how you view what happens in terms of the transactions between relationships. And then it's also being able to listen to your inner voice and being authentic to that voice and know when to say no. It becomes difficult to, to be a, as a people pleaser to say no because otherwise you're going to actually open yourself up to people being upset with you, being uh, fighting sure, with you, sure. and maybe not even liking you. But one of the things that you also learn is that you are not responsible for how other people feel. You can't control uh, how they feel about you. Sometimes they can be mad mm-hmm. with you, even when you didn't do anything wrong. So it becomes In okay fact, I, I wanna, to I want to just quickly jump on emotions. that point, Doc. Um, yeah. I just want to quickly jump on that point, and uh, we're going to pause it there for now. We'll take a quick break because I think it's a very, very important uh, flow that you're giving us there. So let's take a quick breather. We'll be back with Personal Mastery, Dr. Episoma Denchi joins us live on The Morning Flavor. What's bigger than winning the lotto every day? Well, the takealot.com Blue Dot Sale, and it's in the lead-up to Black Friday. They're bringing you three extra weeks of Blue Dot Countdown deals. So this week, 
Shop thousands of deals on everything you love, like camping gear, tech, DIY, home office, pet products, grocery essentials, and more. So these Blue Dots uh, countdown deals won't be beaten this Black Friday, but you better hurry because stocks are limited. Download the Take A Lot app now. You can skip the queues, stay home, stay safe, shop online. The takealot.com Blue Dot countdown is now on. All right, we continue with Personal Mastery with Dr. Tsepiso Matenji. And uh, just before we took the break, Owen uh, mentioned the point around breaking the cycle, Doc, and you were just sort of on a flow around that particular point. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to get you to look at how to break the cycle, especially when you recognize that you have issues with attachment, you have issues with commitment, and you want to make people happy, and you feel like they will only accept and and love you if you say, uh, if you do what they want. So be able to listen to your internal voice, be able to connect with who you are so that you know who your true authentic self is and learn to accept yourself. You can't ask for people to accept you when you do not even accept yourself. Second one, once you do listen to that inner voice, be able to be uh, genuine enough to be able to say no, have boundaries and know that when you do, you don't have to say yes to what everybody um, is asking of you, especially when you realize that your people pleasing has tended to the level where you overextend yourself even to the level where you shouldn't be doing things and rescuing people with the things that uh, they are requesting of you. So you learn how to say no. And then thirdly, when you are a people pleaser, you are always at the risk of having a God complex, wanting to always be there and be everything for everybody, chopping yourself up and overextending and depleting yourself. But that also means that you're going to have to be okay with your own limitations and your own character flaws. And for some of us, especially when you're a people teaser, that is very hard to accept that you are not perfect, that that critical voice that keeps bullying you and telling you that you're not good enough might be actually be right, especially in the things that you can see are flaws and in the feedback that people are giving you about where you are not good enough. And then things about self-acceptance and forgiveness for your own flaws and just being able to be comfortable with the fact that you're not a perfect human being and you cannot make mm. people um, um, change who you are, especially if ever that change is destructive to you. So part of strengthening the ego and strengthening the self is learning to have self-acceptance and having compassion for yourself and forgiveness for the things about you that you really cannot change. It's just who you are and you can try to work toward them, but it's going to take you time to get there. So you stop apologizing for who you are and then to accept yourself as you are. Hmm. It is actually quite incredible, Doc, that uh, people-pleasing um, is actually a lot more deep-rooted than we think. I mean, we see it happening and manifesting in different ways, whether it's in the family structures, whether it's when I'm in a club blessing people with bottles mm. of champagne. You know, it's just, or whether it's in a circle of friends, whatever. And I think um, this conversation today has been a very important one in trying to understand the root of it, is that we often think we are what 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 we manifest or what we do or how much we do for people but it is so much more deeper than that it is and and we're encouraging you to get out of autopilot personal mastery is just making you become awakened and attuned to what is happening within you but also how you are attuned to what's happening in your environment when you're a people pleaser you tend to be very much deeply attuned to what other people are going through you can read the situation where you are a hard worker you tend to recognize other people's emotional needs and even anticipate them and you're also very helpful and caring and that might be the positive feedback and reinforcement that makes you feel motivated 
motivated to continue pleasing people. However, if it is not authentic to your true self, to your genuine self, then it's actually not healthy. You are exposing yourself to very toxic and codependent relationships that are not necessarily going to uh, allow you to be a, the best version of yourself because you're constantly changing yourself like a chameleon to fit into the situation. And even in taking other people, you are not putting yourself, taking care of others, you're not putting yourself first. So if you're looking at your financial habits, you might find that, yes, you are a blesser, you are always a rescuer, you are a carer, you are always spending on other people. But you're asking yourself, why aren't they doing it to me? They are not because of you find fulfillment in doing it for them. And you are not teaching them how to do it to you. And as a result, when you do ask yourself that, if you ask them that they must do it to you and they push back, you find that that rejection and that anger towards you, you can't handle it. You are uncomfortable with it. So you're going to have to first learn to be comfortable with it so that even if you do accept yourself and you emphasize the boundaries and people are upset with you, you are okay because you are understanding that you are advocating for yourself and that is important.